All right, we're live. Okay, so this is Gaming After Dark, episode 10, I think. I'm not 100% on that. Anyways, uh, so we were discussing before the podcast. I was like, we got to get into the podcast because this juicy content that the listeners are missing out on. This is the problem with just speaking to your pals outside of when it's being recorded. We were discussing, I used to drink about three quarters of a gallon of Coke a day in high school and college. And he was saying that's a lot. And... (laughs) That's a lot, dude. Anyone's gonna say it's a lot. <laughs> Anyways, and then I was saying, oh, like you know, I used to eat like you know, there was like a week where I ate like three large pizzas to myself, and not just like you know, one one of the nights it was like a little Caesars, and another night it was like a pizza large, so not the largest of the large. And then, you know, then there was another time in my senior year where I was eating like an eighteen-inch pizza, and I it was like a single-topping pepperoni. 18 inch at like a local pizzeria because I loved I, I, I really loved pizza really like I love pizza now but I really loved pizza back then and <laughs> I was alone I had this coupon for like a $10 in you know 18 inch pizza which is still a great deal if you ever get that coupon anyone but uh, the you know I couldn't resist it was 10 bucks 18 inches get out of town so you know <clears throat> I go over I get this 18 inch pizza Nobody wanted to eat the pizza with me. So I go over there and I, I sit down and over the course of 90 minutes at this local pizzeria, I eat an 18 inch large to myself. And it was just disgusting. I mean, it was just, it, I felt awful after this. I had to like limp my way out to the car. I get in the car, I get home, I pass out for like three hours. And mind you, this is, this is like 1 PM in the afternoon. And you know, I just felt awful for like the next two days. Swear to God, I didn't have a bowel movement for like a like 24 hours after I ate it. <laughs> you know, funnily enough, one time I have this I have this miniature docs night, right? I get a little Caesars. I pass out after eating like a slice or two. My I leave it up on the table. This miniature docs of mine, he gets up on the table. He eats. I think a little Caesars large is like eight slices, right? Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. I so I ate like two slices and fell asleep. Okay, and then six, I wake up. So all the other six slices are gone. The dog, oh, <laughs> my miniature dogs, and freaking you know tiny little dog. He ate the whole ass pizza, dude. He did not, and I I monitored him. First of all, he had the exact same thing happen to him. He was like limping, limping after oh, he, he could barely move, and he didn't have a bowel movement for like forty eight hours. God. <laughs> Holy crap. That poor butt, dude. What'd you do to him? Why you leave your pizza <laughs> out? <laughs> I just waited until he finally had, had to take shit. But it's like, yeah. it's, I, anyways, I don't remember what the hell, I lost my stream, my uh, stream of thought there. But the, anyways, the point is, you know, I had a really unhealthy diet back then, Mondo. So that's, 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 yeah. that's the moral of the story. Yeah, no, I, we're talking about BOBs. We got off on a tangent from Coke drinking to, pizza eating and i was telling him how the only the biggest i've ever eaten was a large from a little caesar's and i still left like two slices and that's not nearly as big as an 18 inch or so <laughs> that is a record man. Caesars, little caesar's large is about 14 inches you know you gotta give little caesar's credit though what you have to give them credit for is that that thing has been like five bucks for like 15 yeah. some odd years that's magic yeah, that pizza still can't be beat, in my opinion, in terms of the price. No way. No, really no. Good. I like it. Yeah, people are always crapping all over Little Caesars. What I want to say yeah. about Little Caesars, folks, 
before we actually go to gaming content is uh though i mean pizza is kind of related to gaming i mean you know they're back you remember back in the day when pizza hut that had the playstation one demo disc yeah i do yeah it was good times but anyway so little caesars you know, folks, at $5 for a 14-inch pizza, you're not comparing – you shouldn't be comparing that thing to, like, actual pizza joints. It's yeah. – you, you you compare that to, like, Red Baron. True. Or, like, Team Tombstone or Tony's. I mean, you know, it's like you're comparing – like, a frozen – a decent frozen pizza is, like, three fifty, three bucks. Mm-hmm. Unless you go for the Totino's, which – guilty pleasure. I mean, like I said, I, I am a big fan of pizza. And admittedly, I do enjoy a Totino's from time to time as like a late midnight snack since they're only like a dollar. It's like the price of a, of a candy bar for a really low quality frozen pizza. But yeah. <laughs> those aren't too bad, actually. Those aren't they're not, really the, not they're bad. Actually, they're really not that bad. They're really not. They're, I, you know, I, when, anytime I see them at grocery outlet for under a buck, I'm like, I, sta- I grab like three or four of those things and <laughs> stick them in the freezer. I mean, because it, it's like the price of a king size candy bar. It's got that's cheese true. and meat on it. It's like, are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. So that's true. Stick that's it in the oven. If it rolls around, if I'm for some reason, I, let's say I'm on vacation and I'm up at like 1130, I get a little bit of a hankering. I go check the fridge. Nothing looks interesting. Tino's 10 minutes later out of the oven, piping hot. <laughs> I mean, folks, oh, can you I'm go for a dollar? I'm, I'm, Never work in the oven at at eleven thirty. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the, the microwave. Probably I'll put in one of those cheap ass frozen burritos, but usually I'm not oh, having the microwave frozen burritos are bad. No, they are bad. Yeah, they're so yeah. bad. You the it, the heat never gets evenly distributed throughout. Right. You bite in and like the, the halfway through, it's like frozen still. <laughs> And all those dumb strategies people come up with. Oh, wrap it in a paper it, towel. Dude, dude, right, no, wrap it in a paper towel. What is oh, that, yeah. crap, dude? Oh, yeah. Wrap it in, and then you you get it out. You take you try to take the paper towel off, and it's like stuck to the burrito. You ever have that happen? Yeah, I just I just flip it, man. Halfway through the count, stop and flip, dude. Is Sometimes that your, that's 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 the Mexican American cooking strategy you've developed over the years. I'm familiar with my own cuisine. I flip it. Yeah, you start the microwave oven up, and then you stop it halfway Hell through yeah. and you flip it. Dude, I All don't right. make I don't make legit burritos. My mom does, you know. I can't. I, I don't know how to make good beans and stuff. In fact, my wife has me eating refried beans and she thinks that shit's good. It's just not. I don't like it. It's terrible. <laughs> Dude, aren't refried beans like a Mexican food though? It's, no, it's not the same thing, man. The way the way you actually make them in a pot and then mash them, it's so much. It's just different. It tastes way better. You can't compare that to a can. It's just not possible. Oh, well, yeah, I'm sure, but yeah, you know, um, it's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Anyways, well, my mom <laughs> makes so. Well, my mom's been like recently. This is interesting. We developed ended up on this topic because my mom has been making. I'm not Mexican American, FYI, but my mother has been making refried beans at home, and she won't shut oh, up yeah? about them. Like out of a pot and everything. Yeah, she well, yeah, she does it on like the 
the stovetop range, but I mean, oh, it's yeah. like, you know, it's, you know, I, I find bewildering because she never used <laughs> to make refried beans. I'm like, why'd you just start? What was such an odd thing to all of a sudden start making? Because I mean, frankly, out of, out of a can, they taste fine to me. I'm never like, oh, wow. Like I need, I need to really get on this yeah. homemade refried beans train. Dude, when you when you've had the legit ones like homemade, the, what are they? How do you say it? Frioles or frijoles? frijoles, man. Oh, frijoles like, yeah, incomparable to a can. It really is. Like you can absolutely tell the difference when you eat the canned beans. You'll know instantly. Like this is not. This isn't legit. It's I don't know. It's just kind of funny, but that's what my wife grew up on, and she's always trying to get me to eat it. And no, it's not good. But uh, anyways. Shall we get into uh, gaming gaming content? I don't know. Maybe we should become a food podcast. That sounds more. <laughs> <Yeah>. that sounds, <laughs> that's, maybe that's well, the that. Taco Bell coupons, Pizza Hut. Oh, yeah. And- Speaking of which, folks, if you're interested, if you signed up for the Taco Bell app, this is not sponsored, FYI. Not sponsored. Though maybe, <laughs> maybe they will sponsor after I endorse their app because right now you get a free Chalupa Big Box if you sign up in the app until December 15th. So that's not sponsored, but. You know, could be. You should have told me um, before I had hoagie, a hoagie for dinner. Well, yeah. where'd you get the hoagie? Steak and hoagie. It's oh, good. Did you have any togos near you? No. To- oh, togos is legit, bro. You gotta get. get I think I've togo. only had togos once in my life, and it was. It's all about. The, it's about the pastrami and the roast beef at togos. Don't bother with the Italian. That's the one complaint I have about togos. The the Italian at a sub joint should be legit. But they make up for it in the pastrami and the. Uh, I don't like beef. rye bread with my pastrami. Do you? Nah. All right. Cool. Yeah, I don't like rye bread. It's gross. But uh... no, nah, I'm not crazy about rye. <clears throat> I had it at uh, Cat's Delicatessen for those of you in New York. Uh, it was actually all right. It was it was solid. But I'm normally I'm not a fan of rye. Anywho, yeah, I guess we'll get into video games now because <laughs> now we've ended up on rye bread, and that's actually <laughs> not an exciting food topic yeah, it is. uh yeah. what have you been playing all right man same same um in fact a lot less of because of work so work has been crazy for me last three weeks or so bunch of crap been going on there so really haven't been gaming a whole lot any small chance that i get i just play valhalla pretty much um i haven't had much time to play Brutal Legend or anything like that, and what we haven't played as what's been three weeks now, probably since we played Halo together. So, yeah, yeah. that's it, man. I've just been kind of grinding through it. I'm like 20 hours into Valhalla, and uh, I I don't think I was doing much of the story accidentally. I don't I don't know how. I I've been just building up my fort and like my whole village and building up shops. And then last night I was playing it on the uh, my wife's iPad, and I realized I had to go into into like a tent for the main encampment tent and actually go do a mission in there. And it says like, Oh, you're starting chapter one. And I'm thinking I put 20 hours into this game. Like what the hell have I been doing? So, uh, yeah, it, it so far is pretty good though. I, I really am enjoying what time I put into it, but uh, I still have a ton of work to do. It seems like, so I think I'm going to start grinding away on the actual storyline and do a lot less of the, uh, side quests at this point, since I've wasted so much time. Um, well, I've been playing big surprise, uh, Rocksmith, (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, 
Um, I did buy, I don't know if I mentioned a while back, but I got a new guitar and I got a new amp, actually. Not that you can nice. use the amp with, uh, well, you can use the rock the amp with Rocksmith because you can play Rocksmith unplugged and then plug directly into your amp, which I actually prefer sometimes if I'm really, really trying to master a song because then you can hear better the mistakes, even if the game says like, oh, yeah, you did fine. Nice. Sometimes it's not quite accurate and you can hear it better out of the amp. So I got a Boss Katana Mark II. It's pretty sick. It's got a lot of built-in effects. I got it plugged into my desktop. I can load patches. I was like messing around with like Purple Rain, huh? And you, cool. can load, you can load the effect. I got, got like a patch off the internet, loaded it into the amp. Sounds just like the record. I'm like, okay, now I don't even have to mess with like, because if you have a pedal board, you got to like figure out like, oh, he was using the flanger or he was using a chorus pedal and he had this setting and it was actually this specific chorus pedal. So now I either need to find that chorus pedal or like, I need to find a clone of the circuit of that pedal and then I need to match the dials. It's like, okay, now I just don't need to give a crap because I can just get the patch off the internet because it's 2020 loaded into the amp and bam, I sound like it. Mind That's you, I get cool. the, there's like these people who get it's like super into effects pedals and I watch those YouTube shows like the JHS show and the that pedal show and 60 cycle hum and all that stuff. <clears throat> but I I don't know. Uh, you got to buy the pedal and then you got to mess with the settings and I, uh, it's, a yeah, it's a lot of work and I would rather focus on getting better at guitar. Cause I've actually only been playing guitar like regularly for about a year and a half now. Um, which in guitar world is not a, very much time. You're, you know, you're usually considered like a beginner in your first two years. I, I feel I'm beyond beginner at this stage. I definitely am beyond beginner. I play some stuff that's, because I actually compete on, if you could go to like Custom Sports, there's a championship and I compete in that. Uh, and I've placed regularly near the top of the board for the intermediate bracket. And actually a couple of times I've done okay in the advanced bracket as well. So, um, nice. but uh, anyways, I've never won the, actually, it's not true. I did win the advanced bracket one week. Aerosmith, uh, what song was that from Aerosmith? Angel by Aerosmith. That was in the advanced bracket, I think, one week. And it just so happens that I had played the hell out of that song way before it was in the competition. So I kind of lucked out. But anyways, <laughs> um, no, uh, other than that, a uh, little bit of Halo MCC, not a ton. A uh, little bit of Wonderful 101, but I'm kind of losing patience for it because I realized... Well, I just realized, like, I've been playing this game a while. I went, I was like, I've been playing this game a while, and then I was like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm not. It doesn't seem like I'm very far in. Damn. And I go check, I go check to play. I go, I go check the uh, how long to beat, and it's yeah. like six, it's like sixteen hours. And then I'm really? like, okay, well, I'm gonna go check a like a walkthrough and see how far I am through the game in terms of like how much of the walkthrough there is, which I do sometimes to see how much I have left. Yeah, and I'm like maybe I'm like maybe a third of the way through the game, and I'm already oh, I've already God. put in like nine hours, and I'm like okay, well I'm clearly not tracking with the average, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to spend thirty hours on it. Dude. So you know, I, it's boring, uh, man. Admit it, that game is boring. It's not a good game. It's not. Um, I ain't like it. I'm so for my I'll say what I like about it. It's well, no, I won't say what I like about it. It's it's <laughs> what I don't like about it because there is something I don't like about it. It's the camera. I freaking yeah. hate it. I hate the camera. And um, I really feel if they had done more of a like 
zoomed out, but you could, like not isometric and you can, you know, swivel the camera. I also feel like the whole like drawing shapes, you actually like can't hit, like it actually sends like the, they call it the wonder line and it sends the characters out with it and stuff. I don't like that mechanic. Like obviously what they're doing is like a, a like a, a, they're kind of grafting the, the Okami mechanic right. onto the game. But it was handled a lot better in Okami, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with and, that. And I also have issues like with it recognizing certain shapes, because like you're actually drawing in the in-game environment, whereas with Okami, it would pause and like you would draw on a mat. The in-game environment did not impact how the line went. When mm -hmm. when you're like so like I'll be trying to do like the like uh the the what is it the whip where you do a squiggly line. And it'll come out and it'll be, or like, no, the one that I was trying to do was the fist. And when I would go, the, you know, the, you're incentivized to go longer and longer on the wonder line. Cause the more people you put into the wonder line uh, and the unite morph, the more powerful the unite final unite morph is. So I would try to use all my guys and do the fist and I would go out as far as I could and then start coming back. And then like, but the problem is, is they go off camera. You can't really see how many you've got in the line. You can't see how many you have left really easily. And so you run out and then all of a sudden it becomes the whip because you didn't complete the drawing for the fist. Yeah. So <clears throat> it's, uh, is it a good game? It's not, in my opinion, Platinum's best. I, I, it, yeah. I think it's a good game. But it's not like Bayonetta. I have like a Nintendo fanboy friend who like thinks this is like their best game. He thinks it's one of the best games of on like Oof. the generation. I really don't know how he arrived at that at that conclusion. He's like, oh, people just didn't get the controls and yada yada yada. And I'm like, no, like I actually played through and beat Okami, which are, like, yeah. like for me, like if we're talking all of Platinum's history, including Clover, Okami is probably the best game they ever made. I mean, I it was so. it was really yeah. really good. It was basically like a, it was like a Zelda title, but it felt really fresh and it was like beautiful. It was stunningly gorgeous. Uh, I played through it on PS2. Uh, yeah, I played it on what I will, <clears throat> what I will say though is that, uh, you know, it's not even the best platinum game. Bayonetta's better. Um, Vanquish is better. Um, you know, I would say MGR is probably better. Uh, a lot of people like Near. I didn't play it, but MGR was was pretty good i don't know if I, I would probably take this over mgr i do like a lot of things about the game it's just that it, it's for whatever reason the, the clip at which i'm moving through it is very slow i guess and i don't know why that is but versus the how long to beat i'm way behind the average it seems and i don't know if i want to spend 30 hours on it i don't for me to spend 30 hours on a game anymore i gotta really like the game i gotta really be enjoying it for me to spend 30 hours on a game anymore um i did from epic grab tyranny uh and so far that's interesting it's an obsidian rpg it's you know classically you know classic pc R R rpg and it's it's a uh, top down you have a party you can pause and make it turn-based if you want or you can just stay in combat and, uh you know uh control it in real time so it's got like either a real time or a turn-based combat combat mechanic it's good um it's not like blowing my mind or anything like that but it's it's good and i think the how long to beat on that was like 30 hours so uh okay. you know um i grabbed it in pillars of eternity um pillars of eternity was longer so i decided to go with tyranny um 
you know, we'll see. I don't know if I'll actually stick with it and finish it right now. It's, you know, I have the week of Christmas off. I might try to grab cyberpunk or something. And, but I also kind of want to wait for cyberpunk to get patched anyways, yeah. heading into, uh, Oh, did you have something to add? No, I was going to say, I've keep hearing about the bugs and all that, but I've never, I was never really all that like interested in cyberpunk to begin with. Um, yeah, I loved Witcher three, but yeah, the thing that I will say about Witcher three is, um, I played it five years after it came out, and I thought it was brilliant. Right. So if cyber if cyberpunk is that good, it's going to be the same way. It, you know, it's it's you know, I I did not play Witcher three anywhere near when it, the time that it came out. I and I'm uh, you know potentially that was a good thing because if it's anything, I mean, cyberpunk. The I don't want my experience to be spoiled with that game at all. If it's a, if it's anywhere near as as uh, Witcher three. I want to play it. I don't want bugs to interfere with my yeah. enjoyment. I don't want, you know, visual glitches or whatever. I just want to, I want to enjoy it. And uh, Witcher 3, when I played it, you know, I didn't have any issues. Um, and certainly I believe CD Projekt Red will patch the hell out of Cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. I mean, mind you, there's some things they're just not going to be able to fix. I've seen the, the the PS4 issues and the Xbox One issues. and Yeah. It's not getting fixed. Tech, that's yeah. old tech. It, I mean, it, it never should have been released on those consoles to begin with. Well, well the reason it was released is because the PS4 Pro and the One X can run it. I mean, the, I think yeah. on PS4 Pro it's still not very great, but Xbox. My understanding is Xbox One X does does run it pretty well. My that's my okay. understanding. So if you're an Xbox gamer and you want it, uh, especially because you're getting the next gen upgrade for free, so whenever you yeah, switch right. to a Series X. Uh, you'll get that, but it, my understanding is if you're on consoles, pretty much the way to play it is the One X right now. So, if you unless you have a PS5 or a Series X, of course, which almost nobody does, right? So anyway, um, cool. but anyways, heading into rumors, uh, new job postings into a Rocksmith sequel. Uh, you know, nothing to really too too revealing here but they had some weird uh job postings at ubisoft with uh you know um they wanted somebody who could transcript guitar and bass music the reason that's relevant is they're not doing dlc for the old rocksmith anymore they stopped so uh you know that means that they're they, they seemingly are hiring for a new one um nice and then heading into news uh we have a side announcement and that is dark side of gaming has a dark mode now i mean that's like overdue because it's in the name of the website, but it does actually have a dark mode now. If you go to the website and click the dark mode button at the very bottom, it is now so much more pleasing on your eyes. It won't like sear your retina. That's so, cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. I see it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Next bit of news uh, Activision Blizzard claiming that World of Warcraft Shadowlands is the fastest selling PC game of all time. Uh, I guess it's sold uh, more than 3.7 million units globally in its first day, uh, which is insane. Uh, I don't know how World of Warcraft is still, still. so successful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, relevant, but oh my god, the first time I played this probably 2006. Uh, and yeah, I thought it was awesome then. And uh, it's so surprising to me that people are still grinding away in these games. That's unbelievable. Holy crap. Did you ever play um, that? Well, okay, so I played WoW, but I played it like yet again years after it came out. And yeah. what came out before WoW that basically actually like out WoWed. I mean, it was like FF11 is what I got into, and it came out like a couple yeah. of years before WoW. And frankly, it was like 
I don't know how. I guess you know WoW became massive because Warcraft was just a way bigger PC IP than Final Fantasy was, of course. But the reality is, FF11 did a lot of what WoW did before WoW, and it did it really well, and it was a really good game. And so when I got to WoW, I was not impressed. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It was like a, it was like I played it until like level thirteen and quit because I had already yeah. I had already played. And like, and I had like maxed out a white mage and a dark mage um, on FF11, and WoW was basically FF11, but frankly less interesting to me in terms of the world they had constructed and stuff. And yeah, so no, I, I didn't get too into WoW. Uh, next piece of news: Okami HD sold more than. Speaking of Okami, uh, HD sold more than two million copies worldwide, and PC was the highest second, the second highest selling platform. Switch wow. sold six hundred thousand units. PC sold five hundred thirty six thousand. PS three did five hundred twenty nine. PS four did four hundred forty five thousand. And the Xbox One coming in at a heavy duty one hundred twenty one thousand. <laughs> and that was one of those. <laughs> I bought it again. I think I have it on the Wii too still. It's a great game. It is. Yes, it is. I've never played the HD version. I probably should. I should probably get the yeah. the HD version at some point. Yeah, I haven't replayed it, but I plan to at some point. It's like a 30 or 40 hour game, right? I can't it's remember. A long, it's a longer game. That's why I haven't yeah. gone back to it. Yeah, same. Uh, next bit of news. Monster Hunter World sells 6 million on PC. Uh, apparently it's doing remarkably well and even in uh, in Asia as well. 2.5 million uh which is apparently these are leaked numbers from capcom but still that's that is crazy man i can't believe how successful monster hunter world has been and how there's no switch version for it as well i can't imagine how much more it would have done if there was a switch release as well, well they got a monster hunter rise coming to switch yeah. here in a second yeah that's gonna do incredibly too but it's crazy oh, i'm sure impressive how how popular this game is it's, it's i mean it's because Western, right like more western yeah, based kind this of is, well it's supposed to be like the global like the version targeting the global market yeah i think that you know rise is going to do gangbusters in japan yeah. that's where it's no really going to light up which is a big deal for monster hunter because traditionally that's it's that's the largest market for the franchise is japan yeah uh but it did great in on ps4 in japan as well i mean if you look at the uh sales figures because those got leaked for the consoles as well um oh, yeah. It got it got uh, let's see PS4 in Japan did uh, let's see it's in here somewhere PC oh yeah Sony Japan here we go 3.18 million in on for PS4 in Japan on PC in Japan it did 236,000 yeah uh, so and then the Xbox another heavy duty um, uh, here it did 1.8 million on Xbox That's pretty good so. Yeah, that's not bad. Surprising, actually, it did that well. So let's see, PC. Well, I mean, it. Why is it surprising? That's not very good. Yeah, I mean, because this doesn't look like the type of game that the Xbox base would probably play. Well, it did six million on PC. <laughs> I mean, that's freaking crazy. Because that it's, six. It's been on Game Pass for like half a year too. I don't know if that has any impact on Xbox numbers, but uh, no, they probably aren't counting that. But the. Uh, okay. Um, they usually don't count the game pass numbers and sales, uh, yeah. you know, cause they're going to have to get to the point where they count it. Like how they count Spotify streams on the right. billboard charts. And I don't yeah. know how they're going to do that, but the, uh, um, 
with Spotify, it's like, or with music streaming, it's really weird. It's like you have to, people have to listen to the, like a song a thousand times for it to be equal to like yeah. one like sale on iTunes. It's really I weird. I don't agree with any of that crap either. It's but really um, yeah, it's I, well, I mean, how do you count it? It's just really weird. Sure. I don't know how you, I don't, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, but the, uh, no, uh, so just to give people an idea here. So the PC globally did 6 million uh, based on these figures. The PS4 version globally, however, did 8.6 million. Damn. So across uh, PS4, Xbox, and PC, you're talking about approximately 16 million units. That's insane. Um, yeah, but anyways. Uh, the next game is uh, Remedies Control, uh, which uh, I think most people considered underwhelming. Uh, did about 2 million units. So not underwhelming in terms of the quality of the game, but underwhelming yeah. in terms of sales. It's also part of Game Pass now, if I'm not mistaken, actually. Another just, game that's been added. It, yeah, it was just added this month, and it's one game that I've been looking to, looking to play as well. So I'm going to be getting into that hopefully soon. But I, I've heard good things about it. I really like their... Uh... Just playing through it, he likes it. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been. Um, did you play the one that they made prior to this for the Xbox? That Quantum Break game? It was pretty cool. No, no. it wasn't bad. That uh, it's the one where you can install like uh, if you install the data, they have uh, like TV episodes. It was kind of interesting, but uh, yeah, I've heard good, really good things about this. So I, would, I do want to give it a shot. Um, sea of thieves has 11 million unique players in 2020 1 million new players from steam players are split 50 50 between xbox and pc that's pretty much it this game's obviously become you know a massive hit mostly because of streaming so uh they also you know announced that they would be doing uh they were going to switch i think from they were doing monthly content patches they're going to switch to quarterly patches but they're going to be larger uh, in terms of the content updates so it's Anyways. cool that the game has legs. I'm surprised that it's actually caught on now. Um, <clears throat> but uh, anyway, next bit of news: Fall Guys is sold 11 million on PC. Uh, how? I don't know. But apparently, I don't <laughs> stream again. Pretty much. Yeah, it's like those uh, those streaming people and, and on YouTube and Twitch. I guess really pushed this game because I don't understand what everyone finds so appealing about it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's done incredibly well and. Uh, it's very surprising, but I'm sure it's fun as a party game. Cyberpunk 2077 sales have already exceeded the development marketing cost. They had 8 million in pre-orders uh, split across PC and console. PC was 59% of the pre-orders and consoles, Xbox and PS were 41%. Um, you know, good for CD Projekt Red. That's Patch it, crazy. guys. So next piece of news, Yakuza Remastered Collection and Yakuza 6 will come to PC in quarter one, 2021. Uh, The Remastered Collection will hit on January 28th, 2021, and Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, will follow on March 25th, 2021. So something to look forward to for the Yakuza fans. I like Yakuza. I have not played all the games. I would love to at some point. Um, I've played through 1, 2, 0. So I I I do need to play through 3, 4, 5, and 6 at some point. Yeah. Uh, so I wish I was waiting to just play them on PC because it was very obvious they were coming after the, the after the Kiwami games and Zero were such a success on Steam. So yeah, they're also coming out on Game Pass too. So yes, 
everything will be dropping on Game Pass, which is exciting. And I'm going to be playing three as soon as it drops because I have played Zero and Kiwami and Kiwami 2, which are great games. I agree. Um, but next bit of news, Persona 5 Strikers to PC February 23rd. This is the like the Mutu type of uh, Dynasty Warriors game, right? For Persona. Um, I, I haven't really heard a whole lot about it, but obviously these, this game is super popular. So I'm sure that'll sell pretty well on PC. Um, it's obviously not a traditional RPG type of game, but uh, either way, it's very popular. Pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I would much rather have Persona 5, but I guess folks will... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make it way eventually. I mean, 4 dropped, right? And it did incredibly well, so I'm sure yes. it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Prince of Persia, the remake, has been delayed until March of 18, 2021. Uh, yeah. Not much. I'm sure they're just trying to polish the game. Uh, it looked okay from the trailer that we saw. I thought it was cool. Um, yeah, Prince of Persia fandom. Just really glad to see this this franchise finally come back, even if it is a remake. Uh, Halo Infinite is now targeting fall 2021. So no idea how the hell they thought it was going to make a launch. Really <laughs> deluded people at Microsoft, oh, I guess. Damn. I don't know. That's a one-year delay. I mean, that's... dude. Dude, it was gonna <laughs> drop. It, we know it was gonna drop, dude. We know it. It was gonna drop, and it, it just blew up, man. It became a meme, so they were forced. They were forced to delay it, go back, and start updating the visuals and a bunch of stuff. It's just what a disaster! Like it's such an embarrassment. I don't think it would have made launch even even no, best I case. Do, man. I do. I think it was pretty much done, and they went back to the drawing board. A, but it, dude, even when they were originally planning to launch it, though, they said that it was going to launch single player only. I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so they right. were going to. So they were not going to launch with multiplayer. So I guess now what they're going to do is they're probably going to launch it with multiplayer. Yeah. You know they are going to. At least they say they're going to. It does look better in the couple of new screenshots they released. Sure. Yeah, I saw. Uh, too. No, no Craig. No, yeah. no sign of him in these screenshots. <laughs> Um, oh god i can't you know. believe this man such a prominent like this was supposed to be the comeback i know we keep talking about this damn game but that, that was supposed to be the comeback and it was like the biggest joke in their entire showcase and they have to go back and start not over but repolish for over a year like that is so pathetic and I that's assuming they, they make the fall 2021 <laughs> right. date i mean that's I really um, I don't know. I think that they were they made if they were gonna make launch, they were gonna make launch with it looking like it did. Like crap. Yeah. And then they that were gonna make launch, they were gonna make launch probably with almost no content. That's my guess. They were gonna do like the Sea of Thieves thing where it launched yeah. and it had like a couple of missions or something, and it's like, oh, it's games as a service. You wait a year, right. and then the game's worth playing. And you know. <laughs> 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 after you've already moved God. on it's all of a sudden something you should care about you know it's right. like you know well yeah. they've said that it's halo now right it's like they're gonna constantly be updating this game yes right yes. that's the plan so the plan. yeah you're probably right that it was gonna be like this bare bones halo game where well that's year what one, it'll was. Be better. yeah like Which you and like, i played sea of thieves cool. Right, that's good for Sea of Thieves, but Halo, it? no. I don't know. I don't think it was good for I mean, Sea of Thieves. 
it works out in the long run considering they have like, like how many players 11 million or more something like that yeah so but i mean we, we just to be clear me and mondo were early adopters of cfds <laughs> yeah. because it was like easy to go grief people and we, it was like easy it was basically like vr chat right like you, you would basically get on it was like easy to like play it while talking and bullshitting yeah. And so we would just like every Friday night we'd get on with his brothers and we'd play and it was like, oh, this is enjoyable. Like, you know, we'll just chat and then like we'll wait until we see another ship and then we'll go like harass those people. Yeah. And like now I guess they've made griefing way harder. But um, that was like the only reason for me to play that game was griefing because in terms of actual content, it was pretty much non-existent. It was super light. Yeah. There was like, it was because the respawn for the people you killed were like super close. So you could just find them again and kill them again <laughs> and just keep doing it and doing it until they quit or you lock people up. It was fun, man. It was cool. But yeah, it was super light on the content, like incredibly light. Um, but, other than yeah. that, I mean, I, I remember the the infamous Kraken or octopus or whatever yeah. it was, where there was no body underwater. Um, and then they introduced what was it the the megalodon, the shark? That's right. Yeah, that was they introduced that. That was kind of cool. And there was like if you went off map, the, like you, you would start like the whole sea would turn red. Yeah, there, there was some like we had our we had our fun with it. I think we spent like thirty hours and bailed. We spent like twenty Probably. or thirty hours, and yeah, but, think- you know. Towards the end is I think the last time we played it was when they were introducing like the new types of uh, cannonballs that had like special effects. And by that mm-hmm. point, I was like, now they're making it way too hard to grief people because like you've actually got to plan ahead and know things. And it's like, nah. so yeah, anyway, it's starting to get a little complicated and we kind of we bailed at it as it was starting to get a bunch of content. But either way, that's not the type of um, that's not the type of uh, quality and and that you want you expect or want from halo though you know like you want a halo experience from day one you don't want like we're gonna keep adding to it until eventually it gets good so i think they were expecting people to just be happy with it when they showed it and then it didn't happen it just everybody crapped on it you know we got craig the brute and it was a freaking joke, man. So they panicked and they're like, well, this is not what we expected people to react on, you know? So they went back. They're like, we can't release it right now. It's not dropping in a month or two whenever they showed it. So it's so obvious they were planning to just half, half drop it and it it just it didn't pan out for them. So it's pathetic, but I'm bummed. I mean, we love Halo. I wanted to play it, but it is what it is. Now we have to wait a year. So we'll see. Maybe I'll have a Series X by then. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. All right, next bit of news. Destiny 2 to receive crossplay in 2021. Uh, yeah, so I guess Bungie announced they're doing uh, they're going to have crossplay available, but they have not mentioned which platforms, whether it's PC or not. I'm sure it will be, but they haven't mentioned anything uh, or a specific ETA. So that's cool for anyone that still plays Destiny 2. Uh, next piece of news: Forza Horizon Four just got a content update. This is a uh, you know another one of those games as a service things, I guess. Uh, but yeah. it's cool because Forza Horizon Four is actually like a great game. Yeah, and it was a great game even when it came out. Uh, it was fairly feature complete. Um, they added the ability to uh, basically create community tracks and, and things of that nature. And they have a feature uh, called super seven, which features community created challenges. 
and once you beat all seven of those challenges in a row, you will receive an exclusive reward. And on top of that, it, the patch also includes uh, the uh, challenge cards update, which allows people to play, set a target score, and then uh, challenge you uh, to a custom challenge. So it's a uh, you know, I've took a look at some of this and it's like people can set up like, you know, kind of custom obstacle courses, custom tracks. It's pretty cool. It's a good content update. I really like Forza Horizon 4, so I actually need to log in and check out this content update myself. Yeah. Additionally, in terms of more free, by the way, the update's free. Um, uh, they released a Cyberpunk 2077 car in the game also. Uh, that's also an, a free update. And it's specifically the Quadra Turbo R VTEC uh, vehicle, which basically is like, I mean, if you look at a photo of it, it's basically like trying to be like a Testarossa ripoff with like NASCAR tires. But um, no, it's a pretty sick looking car. Uh, and you have to beat an in-game race called NightCity.exe. And if you do that, then you win the car. It's no, no additional charge. So yet again... That's cool. You know, this game is in Game Pass. The con this this car's free. The Super Seven mode that's been added uh, is also free. So, you know, uh, check it out, folks. It's a great. I would say Forza Horizon Four is probably the best uh, arcade racer of the generation. Yeah, I think it's Microsoft's best game this gen. You know, last gen for sure. Uh, probably. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what you could say otherwise. Uh, yeah, it's. I, I mean, it's it's probably Forza Horizon Four. I would say, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, I, I mean, the the main competition to that, I think, would maybe be Forza Motorsport Seven if you prefer the sim. But I mean, either way, it's a Forza game. Their best game of the gen was definitely a Forza game. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> the biggest the, the this past week uh, on Thursday, the Game Awards happened. Um, nothing. I mean, you know. The Last of Us Two Part Two seemed to sweep it. I don't, you know, right? I haven't played The Last of Us Part Two. I wasn't, didn't play the first one either. It's just not really my kind of game. But um, I'm pretty Naughty Dog has become too formulaic, I guess, for me. Uh, especially after yeah. I recently played through Uncharted Three and Uncharted Four, and uh, I was pretty much done with their formula by the end of Uncharted Four. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm good. So, um, but uh, anyways, I would say the biggest announcement out of the video game awards and i am excited about it actually i think this is overdue is microsoft and the initiative announced a new perfect dark um so it's not clear if it's a remake it's just a teaser trailer right. or if it's a sequel um but to be honest with you it does look like a pretty different environment from the ones mm -hmm. featured in the first game so i would say it's probably a sequel um did you watch the trailer? I did. Yeah, I had to. I mean, it's been how long since Perfect Dark Zero? Jeez, 15 2006. years? It came out at launch. Yeah, so it would have been November. No, 2005. Yeah, it would have been two, yeah. November 2005, I think. Crazy. So, yeah, 15 years. I mean, it's been a long time. I didn't really care for Zero too much, but I did enjoy the N64 game way back when. Uh, but, yeah, for sure, I saw it. And uh, I, I'm thinking it's a sequel, but... I don't obviously we don't know much about it. It looked crazy. It's a weird, it's a weird trailer. Uh, it's like three four minutes long, but yeah, man, this is awesome. This is great news. I'm glad they're reviving this IP. It's been too long. Yeah, I was stoked. I watched it live, and as soon as I saw that da Data Dine logo at the top of the building, I was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I've been waiting this because to me, 
Perfect Dark should probably be like it should be one of Microsoft's biggest IPs. There's just for not sure. a reason for it to not be. It should be bigger than Gears at the very least. There's no reason it shouldn't be bigger than Gears. Gears is tacky as hell. I'm sorry, folks. It's just not very good anymore. Yeah, it's definitely lost its. Uh, it was it was always tacky as hell though. So. Yeah, but it was a it was a fun game. I feel like that it, that formula played into you know Microsoft's success last gen, and I feel like it's overplayed at this point, and they don't know what to do with it. Um, so it was such a weird purchase. I don't know why. Like, it, it is it, weird like yeah. I when they bought, it, I was like, why would you like at that point just buy all of Epic? And if they had mm-hmm. bought all of Epic, they would have ended up with like Fortnite and a bunch right. of other stuff like Unreal, and it would have been worth it. Instead, yeah. they like they have basically nothing. They have got nothing to show for it because nobody gives a crap about Gears anymore. They just don't. Yeah, I mean, I think Halo was a good purchase, and I think they were just going in that same direction where they're going to buy the IP and just kind of try to do their own thing with it, you know, like uh, 343 is doing Halo, and then they have the Coalition, too. Doing yeah, but Halo's Gears. not really worked out all that well, either. I mean, yeah, they have... They, yeah. Obviously, 343... franchise is moving after, you know, purchasing them, but they just haven't done a good job of doing that, so... No, and I mean, that's the same thing with Rare, so it's like, you know, you see Perfect right. Dark, for example, and, um, I mean, Perfect Dark Zero was not a great game, yeah. Uh, I think the way you differentiate Perfect Dark from Halo is you make it a more stealth-centric FPS. Um, yeah. There's, you know, it's... It, but I... The first game was great on the N64, especially for the time. Uh, the remake on Xbox 360 was good. I did like Zero. Even though it's just not a great game, it's... it's I, I enjoyed my time with it, and I liked it. Um, but uh, overall... I'm stoked to see where they go with this. The initiative is like their new studio. I don't think they've actually made a game yet. I don't think so. Uh, it's a bunch of people from other studios. It's like kind of like supposed to be like a super studio. It's in, it's yeah. in Santa Monica, California, and um, a lot of people um, from like high profile studios. So they got like Daniel Newberger from uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Christian Canamesa from uh, who was the writer for the first Red Dead Redemption game, which frankly was the better game out of the two. Drew Murray, director of Sunset Overdrive, uh, and Brain Westergaard, uh, who was the lead producer of God of War. Uh, and most of the talent allegedly is from studios like Bioware, Naughty Dog, Respawn, Sony Santa Monica, and Rockstar. That's so uh, it, it you know this is a group of talented people. It, I doubt rare's very involved in this because rare's already said they're basically not going to touch any of their old ip because they want to work yeah. on stuff that i mean to be honest with you that new game they're looking on what is it wild Everwild or whatever Everwild, yeah it looks all it right. looks lame no it doesn't it <laughs> looks so freaking lame oh god they need to just make a new banjo or a conquer game at this point you know dude something i don't uh, yeah just freaking a new even a new viva pinata something dude like oh, god. Uh. <laughs> i anyway. mean they have the ip i don't understand why they just keep sitting on it you know at least like at least perfect dark made it out of that graveyard you know even if rare's not yes on, and battletoads battletoads did yes, too and, and, and actually Battletoads, it was not Streets of Rage 4. I think we discussed it in yeah, one of the prior I, I episodes, it, but it man. was still it was still a solid uh, beat em up. Yeah, no so, doubt. Yeah. I had fun with it. So if they can take them off of Rare's plate and just give them away somewhere else, then I think they can do that. You know, move 
conquer and, and uh, banjo to someone else than if River wants to play around with everyone. Well, I don't even know if River's even that talented anymore, to be honest. They, they're not. It's not even the not. same group of people. So no. it doesn't matter, you know? Might yeah, as well it's, just it's, spread the wealth. Yeah, it's uh, so yeah. All right, moving on to the next bit of news. Uh, Callisto Protocol announced from Dead Space Devs. Um, yeah, this looks awesome. Um, it's been a while since we've had a solid horror sci-fi game, so I am definitely looking forward to this. Uh, they had like a two or three minute teaser that they showed off, like core CG, like everything else. And uh, it definitely reminds you of Dead Space. Uh, this crazy looking monster attacks this guy who's like in a cell or something. So it looks awesome. Super pumped for this. I wish Dead Space would have continued, but obviously with what happened with the third one, uh, not doing so hot with EA, I'm not surprised. But anyways, very excited about this. Uh, it's it's going to be sweet. Um Next bit, we have Mass Effect teaser was also shown off at the Game Awards. Uh, it was like a two or three minute teaser as well. Um, and not much was said about it other than Mass Effect is, is continuing. So we don't really know if this is supposed to be after Mass Effect 3 or after Andromeda. It's hard to say, but I'm thinking it's after 3. Uh, but yeah. Again, exciting. I know you don't care for Mass Effect, but Mass Effect, I played the trilogy. It was incredible. And uh, I'm definitely buying the remasters when they drop in the spring of 2021. So this is great news for Mass Effect fans. Uh, final piece of news. Flying Wild Hog announces Evil West at the Game Awards. Uh, it's basically like a cowboy western with zombies and vampires. Um, not much to say. You know, it's... it's uh, they're a good. They're a solid. They're a solid developer. I'll say that these are the guys who made Shadow Warrior and Hard Reset. So it's got potential. Um, but um, no, uh, that's pretty much it. That's it. How'd you feel about the game? I guess yeah. the one thing we should discuss is how you felt about the Game Awards this year. Um, I think they're okay. I felt like I was surprised that like uh, usually somebody's hyping them up big time, you know, and they didn't. For once, they kind of we're trying to reel back the expectations, uh, which I thought was surprising. Like you had, um, uh, I forget who the marketing guy is over at Microsoft, but he's kind of annoying. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Phil Spencer. Nah, that's, he's the, you know, he's in charge. Uh, of Larry Herb. Green, no, Aaron oh. Greenberg, that guy. Yes, was, I do know that guy. Yeah. He, he was downplaying it quite a bit saying people needed to, you know, not to expect too much. And I'm surprised considering they unveiled the perfect dark, you know, like for once they're not over hyping anything and there's a pretty solid announcement in there. So yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool. Like there was enough there. Well, last year they had, they had the Xbox reveal, which is probably right. the biggest thing they've ever had. They I mean, they yeah. had an actual hardware reveal. That's true. And that was a big, and a great start for Microsoft before they blew they destroyed yes. everything. Well, that's what I mean, that's what's going back to. I mean, we've we've been do, we're into this ten episodes now. We do an yeah. episode. I mean, we don't we have don't have a hard and fast schedule. It kind of depends on how much news is available. Um, if there's like if there's not much news, we do we we do one every month. If there's a lot of news, we do like every three weeks. Um, but uh, back then. I mean, it looked like what Microsoft was doing was really, it looked like they had done something really smart because yeah. then E3 didn't happen. So Sony didn't get to debut the PS5 in a meaningful way at all. Right. And um, 
And so like Microsoft got the last big like PR event before COVID happened. Yeah. And uh, it was smart. And that's why what's so screwed up is like with all these studio acquisitions, with all these buyouts, with all of this time and knowing when the console is going to come out to not have anything ready for launch that demonstrates the power of the series X is just really disappointing. Like, I mean, even yeah. if you can find one, there's basically almost no reason to own one right now. Mm-hmm. There's really not, there's not because even if you, I mean, even if you want something like cyberpunk 2077, it's like it, you can play it on a one X yeah. you know, it's like, it's, you can play it on PC of course, but I mean, assuming you're a Xbox guy, chances are you probably already have a one X. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, there's really no reason yet to go get a series x there's just not and that's a that's a bummer yeah there really isn't and i've been looking for one i'm still planning to get one as soon as i'm able to not struggle to find one but uh yeah there's no real reason to to jump on that whack in a bandwagon right away uh, especially with all the struggling of looking for inventory anywhere so i'm not really in too much of a rush anymore uh but yeah totally agree like they had everything going for them you know it's crazy that it's been about a year now, right? So we've been talking about this, but they'd had everything going for them and they dropped the ball in the biggest way possible. Um, and yeah, at least the PlayStation 5 has, um, what is it, Demon Souls? That seems to be like a big game for yes. them, right? Well, and they also yeah. have, they have Demon Souls. They have Bug Snacks, has I guess That's been a hit. Bug yeah, um, yeah, I've been hearing about that. And I think, isn't the uh, the little Astrobot game that comes with the console, Oh yeah, it's like a built-in, been- right? It's like a built-in game, but people have actually been saying it's pretty good. Yeah, goes through like the you the history of a lot of Sony games and things. I guess you like unlock collectibles. Yeah, and that's, or... yes, and that's not too surprising that it's good because uh, the VR game that those guys made, the Astrobot, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but the PSVR game that uh, that they made featuring Astrobot is supposedly one of the best VR games on any VR oh. platform. So uh, it's. Uh, a lot of people said that about that game and I still haven't acquired it. I'm waiting okay. for it to like 10 bucks or five bucks or something. And then I'll probably grab it. Cause I do have a PSVR. I forget. But, you um, have a PSVR. Well, I mean, I'm not the biggest VR enthusiast. I want it from Taco Bell. So it's like, it's, right. <laughs> I, I really, to be honest, I don't really care that much about VR at all. I did. I've the only game that I played in VR where I was like, okay, this is kind of mind blowing is res which is a 20-year-old Dreamcast game. So, I mean... What about that Beat Saber? Isn't everyone playing that? Is that not good? That's not my style, dude. If I wanted right. to... If, I mean, I mean, like, the thing... Like, I, that's one of the weird things is since, since I started playing, like, Rocksmith, so, like, other rhythm games seem pretty lame compared to Rocksmith. It's like, oh, hey, look, like, you can actually learn how to play the song. And it's a rhythm game grafted on top of your actual guitar. It's like, why would I play something where it's like elite beat agents or yeah. whatever, or even Space Channel 5, which I mean, I'm a fan of uh, Tetsuya Mizuguchi's work. Like I mentioned, I, I thought Rez was great. I mean, what's crazy about Rez is when you play it in VR, you're like, wow, like this is a game that feels like it was always made as a VR game. Like the Dreamcast version of the game now feels woefully inadequate like it because it just it's like that game changing for that game but like most of the time when i play vr i'm like this is kind of (laughs) lame um i did like thumper uh which is now an older vr title i did like Thumper. i think i've played that 
Yeah, it looks like it'd be a VR game. It is uh, primarily a VR title. You can play it outside of VR, I think, but it's yeah. it's primarily a VR game, and it's um, it's a rhythm game. But it's it's actually like mostly like an endless runner, more so. Yeah, it's like yeah. an endless runner combined with like a rhythm game. Um, the other one that people liked was uh, that freaking what's his face, the Phil Fish. He made a VR title like for PS3 for PS4. Uh, that's like a puzzle title and it's supposed to be pretty good i can't remember what it was called it was like super block puzzle or something like that yeah i'm not sure i don't follow vr much i'm not i've never been a big fan of it i just don't um, it's not worth it it's not worth the invest it's it's not worth the investment the games graphically look worse because they have to render yeah. twice um true have you played uh, that the Half-Life Alex game at all, though? Have everyone no. talked about that for a bit? No, not good. No, uh, well, no, I haven't played it. I haven't played it. Okay. I don't know if it's good or not. I mean, I know. So in the Discord, we have some dude who we have a guy. I won't say who. Um, <laughs> but he is like a hardcore defender of VR, like our like yeah. Mondo here is a defender of Xbox, and um, and uh, it's. I don't know, man. I just don't see it. I would rather play a game in like 4K than in VR. Give me HDR and 4K. Those are the things I want out of a game, more so than VR. I don't care about VR. True. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, in the same boat. Um, there's very uh, not to say that VR doesn't have its applications. Like I said, I played Res and uh, also Tetris Effect, another Tetsuya Mizuguchi game. But like, he's like uh, that's the the dude though. That's like the only game designer I can think of out there who's like can fully exploit a VR headset. It's like one guy. And everybody else is like trying to make old games like work in VR and it just doesn't yeah. because you get like because you get this like weird detached feeling from the rest of your body. Like Miz <laughs> is like flat out like no, I've always been making games that would work with this and I just the tech wasn't out there. Yeah. And like it's I really want him to do a res sequel actually for VR, but, That'd be uh, cool. and, and I would be down to, I, I mean, eventually I probably will get a VR headset for PC because mm. they are coming down in price. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, shoot, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was like the Samsung or something like that. That was like, <sighs> something was cheap. I can't remember what it was, but it was like, uh, didn't they just um, drop like a $300 headset? Was it not good? I keep seeing commercials for it. it's like it's like white. I don't know anything about it though. The Oculus, yeah, the Oculus, but the the Oculus stuff you have to go through Facebook, and I don't really want to deal with oh, that because like they're yeah. they're they yeah. want you to buy from their like Facebook game store and stuff, and I'm like, nah. Wow. I don't even nah. have a Facebook account, man. Get it? Yeah, well, you need it for Oculus, but uh, <laughs> no. So no, I I almost bought the Samsung Gear VR, but it was because it was like it got marked down to like two hundred bucks at one point, which was wow. kind of ridiculous. Yeah, but I ended up not doing it, and I don't really regret it because I have enough wires around my PC. I don't need another thing that's like plugged <laughs> in. It's <laughs> just gonna be clutter. I'll rarely use it, so whatever. Yeah. But Anyways, what, the one game that I've been wanting to try though, I, I'll probably never own a VR headset though, is Resident Evil Seven. I heard that's really damn good, but I'm, I know you're not a fan of those types of games. Um, yeah, I'm not. But the uh, the other thing, uh, so I thought the Game Awards were solid given the limitations they had this year. Yeah. Um, 
Yes, dear. Yeah, last year was obviously better. They had the like really good Muppets collab. They had the yeah. the Goose Game collab. I don't remember what one game of the year last year, but it probably deserved it more than The Last of Us Part Two. And remember. yeah, so maybe it didn't. But the uh, no, it had the Xbox announcement. But this year, Perfect Dark's a big announcement, guys. It's it people. People have been waiting and demanding that that franchise come back for a really long time. Like out of everything, out of every IP Microsoft owns, I think the one that's probably the most requested is Perfect Dark by probably a country mile, like a heavy country mile. I can't think of another IP they own where there's been as much demand other than maybe Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo, gotta be Banjo, but I agree Perfect Dark would be first. Yeah. Perfect Dark would be number one, and then it'd probably be Banjo. Yeah, Banjo is probably number two. Banjo being dead is bizarre. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't, don't understand that. Uh, they they've they've never really had a good plant platforming franchise, and it's obvious to that Banjo's the guy. But um, anyways, considering how long they've owned Rareware for Rare, it's insane. They've only had one Banjo title, just one. It's 14, 16 years, I think now. It's um, how? How can you have only had one and it wasn't even a true banjo game? <laughs> you know? It was, yeah, it was just, that it dumb no vehicle sense. game. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, how do you F that up? You know, it's just, oh my God. Well, anyways, hopefully with all these games coming back, you know, we had Battletoads. We've got Perfect Dark coming. Maybe someday we'll finally get a proper banjo game and it won't be uh it won't be rare who makes it you know you just never know i mean it could be anybody else they have who? a bunch of them now who no, could no clue, dude man. who who out of the devs that they own could make a platform I mean, other you, than you rare? never know i mean like playground games is working on fable now you know like they're clearly looking to move stuff and just shift it and put it wherever they can so they might have they might just build a team for all you know you know it's they own enough enough companies and devs actually i guess it would be weird, but I wouldn't, you know, Double Fine could make it. That would be cool. That's a good Because they did yeah, make Psychonauts 1 and that. 2. So, yeah. So, and actually, Tim Schafer could probably write it pretty well good. as well, because the game had pretty good humor. Yeah, the only thing is it's, yeah, no, totally, that would work. It's like British humor-ish kind of, you know, but, because it was a British team, but I think he could pull it off. That would be awesome. Huh. Yeah, I guess I guess right. they make sense because they do have they are actually have made platformers. But anyways, yep. all right, I guess that's episode ten, folks. Uh, see you soon. Go. All right, see you. Bye.